Gava Prosimo Lidmila, thank you so much for joining our podcast. Welcome. Thank you very much. Your Ukrainian sounds wonderful. <laughs> I, I learned from the best. You know, I always think it's uh, nice, you know, starting on a personal note, you know, sharing. We are, after all, a global platform, right? And last year we spoke with, you know, over 40 people, I think from like over 30, 40 countries. It's it's nuts, you know? So it's kind of cool, like having that personal element. And, and like I said, I learned from the best, which is you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It works. Thank you very much for, to take your work to learn Ukrainian. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I, we're, we're going to dive right into the questions. And we have a very interesting, you know, topic on today. And obviously, you know, you have a very interesting career. You started as a football agent very early. And I think I just got to ask right away, like, how did you... Like, how did they, this opportunity come come up for you? How did you grab that opportunity, essentially? Well, first of all, thanks for the invitation. It's a pleasure. I think the, the opportunity is, as I said, the opening is not, uh, the door is not open. You have to open it yourself. You right. have to push it because right. uh, nothing is open. Um, I was studying international relations yep. and is a normal job in foreign trade and uh, I was always thinking in one idea to combine my three passions international relations football and travel and it sounded impossible but um, as I always say I was very challenged by the word impossible (laughs) nothing is impossible (laughs) so I uh, started to try to have an idea how it's possible to connect everything and I found uh, an opportunity and applied for the internship in the biggest um, uh, football transfers agency in Argentina and uh, South America, Lodici. Nice. So um, that moment the agency represents uh, players like Javier Pastore, uh, Banega, uh, did transfer with uh, Falcao, James Rodriguez, Ricky, uh, Ricky Alvarez and many right. others. So it was a pretty big names. <laughs> <laughs> big names, yes, it was uh, way, way exciting. So I, I, I took a risk, so I left my comfort zone and I take a two-month two internship and uh, started to work in the international um, department of the agency. I right. did well my, my, my work. I generated some uh, business opportunity around players and I received the, the offer to a long-term contract to work in the uh, player transfer area of the right. agency yep. in church of the in church of the relations between uh, the clubs and players in uh, Europe Asia and uh, Latin America as well so where is my journey be- beginning so it, it was amazing it was yeah. like four years uh, working traveling each six months <laughs> uh, to all the countries, uh, meeting up with all the sport directors and uh, scouts with different clubs, uh, right. attending more than 400 or 500 matches uh, <laughs> around the world. I so mean, it was like a little movie from 23 years old. Uh, it was an amazing experience. Yeah. I, I was working with uh, like one of the best Asian football agent in the world and learned too much. Um, it was an amazing experience. I can imagine. I mean, like, it sounds like uh, 
a childhood dream, you know, just going around watching watching football games. <laughs> football game and you receive their salary. <laughs> right. I mean, like that's, that's <laughs> too. You know, like can't can't complain about that. But obviously, as you know, like the the football agent, like the the consultancy industry in football is very male dominated in in general. So, what was some of the challenge that you were like? Did you face any challenges with that? And and how did you sort of like overcome? those sort of like barriers early on because I did see you know you're early in this career and kind of like you know trying to break yourself in like was this something you were were facing yes of course you have to uh, luckily it's changing a lot and I'm yeah. very happy to see that uh, a lot of women in the sports uh, business and Absolutely. but it's uh, it's good uh, it's good to to see that. But ten years ago, it was a different the situation. It was not easy, of right. course, uh, a lot of challenge, and, and it's not easy to receive the advice to for buying a new striker for your team from a woman, mm. uh, even if you are offering uh, top players. Right. <laughs> so. Uh, right. It's not what you are offering. It sometimes because it's, it's like cultural. I think uh, topics is changed for luckily, yeah. but uh, ten years ago it was different the situation. And right. in some countries, in some countries, uh, the 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 cultural aspects uh, play big role, which is the role of the women. But uh, I think. Uh, it depends of uh, each one. I didn't care about that yeah. when I had to ne- had to negotiate. Right. I always start to negotiate with my head up and uh, negotiating with everyone. And if everyone had a problem to negotiate with a woman, yeah. the negotiation finish there. So uh, it's like you have to 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 win your place with a, right. <laughs> with. with uh, right. Uh, with with your work, I think right. so. Uh... No, but I, I think it's. I, I'm just wanted to bring it up because I think it's very important, sort of like the the journey that you've been through and and showcasing as well. Like, of course, as you said, like a lot of things have changed, you know, in the last ten years, which is great, and like there's still, you know, a lot to improve in this. This and this is why it's important for you to like. I thought it was important to share this story because. You're just okay if you put your mind to it if you work hard if you showcase the value it will pay off you know like it's it's possible to achieve things you know and i think it's important to share that side of the story and of course it's not going to be easy but but there are people around in the industry as well that are willing to help and you know that focus on okay what is the value that you can bring it doesn't matter what is your gender or or ethnicity or what it might be it's about value right and like how to provide that value so i thought it was important to you're sort of like bringing that up as a as a challenge, you know, and like how you overcome it. Um, moving moving on a little bit too, though, because obviously you know, you had you know been a commercial director at at UDLFC, football consultant, hospitality coordinator, the World Cup 2018, um, and now ambassador and central part of the communication with sports properties from over 50 countries with the Paris World Games. So. So it's been a long journey. I mean, like there's all the stuff that as well that you have been uh, doing since then. And what has been some of the most memorable like moments from this journey? Like what stands out as your, some of your career highlights so far? 
you know, because you've been a part of a lot. Um, yes, I think each experience and, and job um, fulfilled like uh, an important role for me because I wanted to have like a total vision of the sport industry and to have experience as much as possible in the international environment and in different in different sports uh, properties. I before my 30 years old I wanted to to spend time working with the best uh, yeah. to learn a lot and st uh, try to uh, to get like more more international and multicultural experience as, as is possible and I, for that I I was moving too much. I was living in seven countries and yeah. working a lot. But um, in that way, to have like a complete vision and start to, to, to work and still working, but connecting that business synergy in sports industry and with a total vision. Right. I, I would like to, to, uh, to share maybe the, uh, the experience that I, I, I enjoyed mass of them because uh, uh, for example in, in UDL, um, UDL Union de Leria in the Portugal um, as commercial director I had the experience to work like uh, how to manage the club in yep. 25 hours per day uh, <laughs> to feel how, how I you are connecting with the fans, with the history of the city, with yeah. everything, with the with the challenge challenge to to win the cup, to win the tournament, right. to do everything. You're you abstracted from everything. You are living like day by day. What yeah. what is the important for the club? Yeah. More in that club that it was the first uh, club of Mourinho. So uh, this club had a lot of history and right. a lot of passion involved. With. Yeah, it was yeah. a very, very amazing experience. And in World Cup, of course, in Russia, um, I had the, the, the honor to share my, my job with the Argentinian national team, or uh, the winner uh, of the, the World Cup of 86, yep. the, all the, the team. Oh, so okay. I share. I share. I was in charge of the managing all the the experience Argentinian uh, team there, mm -hmm. and share the time with them, uh, listening the histories about the World Cup and <laughs> uh, and everything. <laughs> I didn't have the honor to see to to Diego in that yeah. that uh, that uh, time, but even I hear a lot of interesting stories, so it right. was amazing as well. Are we, to are spend we time with them. Fly on the wall there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it's, it's true. And um, in Paris World Games, uh, it's very nice to be involved in in the dreams of the kids because we are working with uh, uh, clubs and federations with uh, more from uh, 80 countries from different. Yeah culture, different histories and different right. kinds of dreams. Yep. So it's very inspiring to, to share uh, this experience with uh, kids from different, uh, different situations. Right, right. But, but let's talk a little bit about the Paris World Games and some of uh, the key responsibilities you're having now. 
with them and and how has sort of like the corona situation or the pandemic impacted your role there or like what what the work that you're doing essentially because i think that would be interesting to to tap into yes sure in paris world games i'm i'm in charge in one line i'm in charge of the diplomatic relations um, uh, with the embassies and ministry of sports Sure. Uh, from uh, more of, like 50 countries wow. and uh, 55 as a, a little uh, 55 yes yeah. and uh, in the other line I'm in charge of the developing of biz the business the commercial aspects of the police game with the sure. sport properties uh, yep. duration clubs as well in 55 countries right uh, so Usually, I spend a lot of time traveling, of course, uh, but right now it's uh, virtual you traveling. You're not traveling right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like uh, uh, the past, very long past right. of the no, history. It, it, yeah. yeah, it's like when when did people travel last time? You know, it like feels like forever. <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, it's like virtual uh, virtual trip right now. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It works anyway. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Of course, everything is uh, posted, everything is stopped uh, till the next year because yeah. uh, our um, our uh, organization, our event is like a very huge, huge event. So we yeah. stop it till the next year. Yeah. But um, we are um, organizing our strategy to, to work locally in different regions mm. and start to to divide a little bit our project in a smaller smaller one in order to to still moving forward and yeah. um, while we are waiting for the next year for the big event right uh, so uh, anyway we are still working still moving uh, of course i am i am working working as well a consultant in in some project with different agency and esports right. and yeah. the different uh, um, and different like sports events and um, national projects and yep. like in, in Mongolia and Saudi Arabia. Nice. So uh, work is going on anyway. <laughs> we we adapted. We are not traveling, of course. It's not possible. Right. But yeah. maybe in the past it was something impossible to think that you will close an agreement yeah. by video. Right. You had to travel 12 hours <laughs> to spend five hours drinking right. coffee and talking Take about the family and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And right now you can you can close an agreement uh, doing a video meetings because everything yeah. has changed. And I mean, you have to adapt. <laughs> to be fair, I, I think it's for the best, you know, in a sense where... I mean, like, imagine how much money, like, the organizations are saving on, on like, so less, so less travels, you know, now. And I think people don't realize that because it's always been, I mean, like, of course, looking at the numbers, like, after this year, people will realize after 2020, they realize, okay, we saved a lot of money uh, on, on the travel side. And, and I think it's, like, always been, like, this tradition, right? And you've been in the industry for a long time where, you know, of course, like, of course, there, there's something unique about going somewhere, like meeting people face to face and like, you know, you're not going to neglect that. But 
I, I think people then now realizes, you know, there, there's a lot of extra steps that you don't necessarily have to be there. And it's sort of like been like a tradition where, no, but if you have a meeting, you should be, you should be coming here or I should be going there or like what it might be. You have to be yeah. physically, you know, there. And, and, and to be fair, like how much time and money people and organizations are going to save on this moving forward is, is actually going to be very crucial. So I think it's going to change a little bit how we do business moving forward. But for me personally, I, I don't mind. I think it's totally fine. And, and I, I like traveling too. I like, and I've been traveling a lot the last few years as well with the business, but, but I think there's, there's certain things, you know, it, it takes a lot of energy. I, you know, us more than anyone else, how much energy at times, uh, you know, it takes traveling to different countries and all this stuff and uh, learning stuff like meeting new people, all this takes a lot of energy, you know, so saving that yes, energy, yes. utilizing that on other other tasks that you have to do. I mean, like it's optimizing, right? Efficiency and, uh, and yes. getting more, more done. Of course, the human aspects of the business is very important. Even in, in some cultures, it's very important to, sure. to meet up, to see yeah. the eyes to the person who is negotiating. But it will be, I think, as you mentioned, it will be planned more strategically. This is a strategy to do something specific to it, not like uh, massive trips to everywhere. Right. Uh, yeah. No, for sure. It will, it will be fine. And, and like, you like working like if you talk about like sort of like the paris paris games here and like the like all the different countries like 55 that you were talking about and what are some of the challenges you you're facing working with them and i guess like there are like some you know maybe some cultural challenges some some you know other other challenges being from all these different countries you know with their own sort of set of challenges that they are facing going into the games Yes, of course, there are a lot because if, <laughs> if you start <laughs> if you start from the breakfast, that is different in every, in all the in all the country, and uh, the way uh, how they negotiate or to do a training or everything right. is completely different between uh, maybe I know uh, Madagascar, Argentina, India, uh, United States, France. They are completely. Uh, completely different aspect right. but is a um, what is the most uh, beautiful thing that sports has uh, the power to unify everything in the during right. 90 minutes they everyone are playing in the same way they are not yeah, different yeah. so it's right. amazing to see kids playing uh, talking in the same like universal language in sports yeah so there are no differences there then they had each one has uh, his cultural aspects in the way how they train, the way how they wear, the way how they talk and eat. But right. um, on the pitch, every everyone they are the same. So is I think the the beautiful power of the sports and the good message for the for the kids. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, like sports is unifying, right? It's like a common language. We're all fighting or or, or uh, competing for for the same thing and just having great moments together. Um, but but let's talk a little bit about like some of the personal stuff that you've been working on too. Because first of all, congrats on like some of the certifications you have gotten now recently as well from like IOC and FIFA. And I'm kind of like curious about those 
um, you know, certification, like what type of certification did you pursue? And, and the most recent ones, like, did they bring up like the pandemic, like, or were you kind of like too early to kind of like start, start like talking about that just to also because I think it's interesting. Yeah, sure. Uh, that, that certification is like, uh, like general updating for the other professional in the sure. industry. Yeah. Very useful, very yep. recommended, very useful because, uh, uh, as I say all the time, yeah, yeah, as I try to still move in, yeah, still yeah. learning because uh, everything is changed. And this is the last year that it was the best um, example of that. Uh, this kind of courses and certifications, not uh, talking about the pandemic or the new new era, the new yeah. new, new time, new but it's new normal, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, but it's more like uh, updating of all the professionals in sports marketing and sports media and right. um, the FIFA, the FIFA certification is about integrity that uh, uh, doing some um, uh, courses regarding all the betting uh, activities around the sports industry so it's, it's quite uh, useful yep. yeah and, and as, as well during this time I uh, I approach this time to do some uh, certification in esports that I think is a very very important is the, where is the new generation is going there already uh, they, they are there they are there i think already <laughs> and all the brands and all the sports properties are changing uh, right. their strategy to to esports and the brands yeah. um, uh, want to be there because the, the, the new generation is there right. and uh, there are a lot of uh, virtual uh, events esports events that are very useful for this time because you can't activate something physical but you have a lot of options virtually so uh, it's a good um, tool for the for these times absolutely for the esports platforms and i mean like it's, it's one thing that i think is very important here as you as you mentioned too is like oh i'm i'm always trying to learn you know always trying to like grab new knowledge the industry is always moving forward like i always try to update myself and I mean, like for, and that, that really leads into like our last question was just sort of like about, you know, what tips you have for students, young professionals trying to find their career in the sport industry, you know, might want to go like maybe like agent route consultancy down the road, maybe even like working with some, some major events and, and what kind of tips do you have for, for those uh, people and what should be from your point of view, like what should be some of their key focus areas in the next, you know, four or five, six months ahead? Um, first of all, for the in the beginning, I think the most important key is to to define what it's. It sounds like very obviously, but it's very important. Define which is your passion. What would you like to do? What do you right. imagine yourself in five years? Yeah, and. Yeah create the vision of that kind of vision, create the picture, what you match, what do I do in five years and start to start to work on, on that. Right. I, my first advice is to try to, to get as much experience as possible with working with the best, with yep. someone that who is doing what, um, 
we would like to do yeah. and yeah, yeah. try to, try to learn from from the best and uh, start to to build their your uh, your own way of course right not copy yeah. and uh, start to to get as much experience as possible in different aspects it helps a lot yeah. to open a little bit the vision of the the, the global strategy and in the industry and uh, and of course uh, always try to move in because when you're moving uh, you will find opportunities uh, the, as i said before the for me the opens are no open you have to open right. yourself now right. no one will go to to your home to say <laughs> you okay it came with me wait what uh, they don't go home and open the door for you I didn't expect that. <laughs> no, we yes, uh, yes, and for that maybe it's all the networking seminars, uh, everything. This kind of stuff helps a lot because you are opening your 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 networking. You 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 connecting. You are connecting with other professionals, and you can find other opportunities and. Other advice, or my, my advice, of course, to take care of the reputation. That is very something very very precious, and uh, the world looks very big, but in the professional world, is very small. And uh, especially in sports, <laughs> especially in sports, very important your name and take care of your name, of course, and yeah. try to help to other because, yeah. like in the life, in the in the jobs, in the professional life as well, everything returns. So uh, on, on, only that, and stay um, that's stay ambitious uh, and stay um, humble, of course, in kind with the other that uh, are yeah. doing his own uh, way. Right. Uh, and always try try to still learning something because it's changing. All the time, everything, and who is, who has like the the vision from the change it will have the advantage for the for the new new step. No, for sure, and and it also brings back. I think I want to highlight one more thing because obviously you mentioned a lot of great things. There's a lot of like foundation to lay down there. This was something that that you brought up when you started. It's like, oh, I went out of my comfort zone. You know, be essentially be comfortable being uncomfortable like that was like a quote we had from like my my master program as well at, at usf and and it's like this is one thing you should always have in the back of your head like be comfortable being uncomfortable because like going out of your comfort zone pursuing you know whatever it is uh, you know it's, maybe it looks impossible or super hard but you know you never know and you never know who you're going to meet on that journey too so and i think it fits really well with with sort of like you know how your journey, like all the stuff that you've been involved with and how our, our paths crossed. And with that, you know, now you're here sharing your story with all our amazing audience in the Sporting Global platform and, and for those that are seeking a, a sports career. So we really, really appreciate that. And um, with that, Ludmilla, I think, I think we're about to wrap up. You know, it's been a it's been a fun conversation. It's gone fast, you know. So I don't know if you have any final final comments. No, only only that. Thank for the, the invitation. Of course, it's uh, 
as, as you say, it's, uh, it must be involved with the hard work and perseverance. It's very, very important uh, for all that, uh, all, the, all the plans that uh, someone can, can have. And, and it's comfortable and uncomfortable is like a big choice and big decision if you, if you can get like normal job like uh, a comfortable uh, comfortable uh, lifestyle or you ha you can take a risk and right. try to work from your for your dreams and for your uh, for your job uh, that that you that you that you want so it's like a big decision and it always risk is involved in a big decision so uh, absolutely uh, so, so with that, Ludmila, I would like to thank you so much for taking the time. And with every every podcast we're doing, we're always finishing up with Visnakis, which means see you later in Norwegian. So now you know I was in Norwegian as well. Visnakis, <laughs> okay. There thank you, you for, very much for the invitation and uh, good luck with, uh, with your project. It's very, very interesting. Absolutely. Sweet. How thank you say? Visnakis. <laughs> We snapped it. <laughs> yes, here we go. All right, thank you. Thank you, Mike.